oh baby we're good to go do you do you do you do that do you do like some kind of like a ritualistic uh, sound check kind of statement uh, um no i just try not to take a nap prior to the podcast oh okay so, so I don't no sound, napping is, so i don't sound well you know Lord. That one time, I thought, I'm so happy that it turns out that you heard yourself and you're like, whoa, what was that? Like, <laughs> you know, because I honestly thought that your voice was just that deep. Like, you just, like, took a nap and you were just like, hey, what's up, guys? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I always sound like this after my nap. A little bit of that voice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do have a nav voice. I do. It does get. Oh, we like all that, do. Not, that was like... not to the that extent. That one was. <laughs> that, that was way. a whole other dude. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this mo? Uh, you probably. I know. I don't know. We talked about this exactly before, but you must have been wondering, like, why we were talking to you so much. Like, man, like, guys, leave me alone, man. I woke up. Damn. <laughs> yeah it was kind of like it ain't that bad come on but yeah that's so funny something some there was a button that got hit somewhere that was just like low it was low, like you low. were on slow motion but uh yeah so that's what uh i always do that i always say um you know ladies and gentlemen hello it's me manny c one two one two it's me manny c something like that you know what i'm saying it's me manny c <laughs> nah that's what i, I say yeah. No, ladies I... and gentlemen, I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything cool like that. Nothing. I, I don't know. All right. All right. <laughs> all righty. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah. Why not? Right. Why not? Ladies Let's... and gentlemen, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. It's me, Buddha Will. Ted, do you want to do? Do you want to do the intro? <laughs> you want me to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Go ahead. Are you, are you, are you ready? Are you hold, 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 hold. I gotta, I gotta pull it up like you do. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How you doing? It's me, Buddha Will, and I'm sitting here with the one and only, it's me, Manny C. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There we go. Very good. Uh, what is up, man? How are you, bud? Good, man. Real good. 
That's uh, Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, we're actually it's actually Sunday morning recording. We're at five a.m. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Right. So you just Whew. got out of work, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, so you're you're in that post work chill, which is cool. And actually, technically, I got out of work well a, a little bit later, but I ended up working a double. I was I was telling you I was talking to you about this earlier. I feel like I got bamboozled, man. You know, like I this kid, he you know he he called me at real early in the morning, and he said he's sounding all somber and like he, how how important the thing he he has to do, you know. And I'm like I'm still freaking. I didn't drink my coffee. I'm still in bed. You know what I'm saying? I'm like all right, you know, fine. I, I got you. You know, um, you're fooled. Yeah, yeah, and then and then when I get to work, it's it's a beautiful day. It's uh, it was you know Saturday, and it was uh, Chick Fil A were closed on Sundays. You know, I was like, bro, I straight got bamboozled. I straight got bamboozled, and I and I agreed. So I agreed to the the double shift, which I haven't done in a while. And I you know, and I knew I was going to do the podcast. I was like, man, I made I made. I just made a critical error, you know, like like Job in uh, Arrested Development, you know. I've I've made a huge mistake, <laughs> but uh, did, but that's all right. Did, it's all good. Did you did you run into any other coworkers that he had called before you that were like, no, you, oh, no, man. see that? I think I think I think he called me first. This is uh, this is what I think happened, you know, because I'm a sucker. I'm a, I'm 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 nice. I'm too nice. Yeah, I think he called me first, and then I said, and then I said, I didn't a- a- agree right away, right? Because I, w- I went back to sleep. I was like, if you can find any, if you can't find anyone else, then I'll do it. Which, which means he didn't even, I, I, I don't think he tried to find anybody else. No, no, you don't, you don't go try to find, once you got the answer that you want. Then you're done. You don't. Yeah. You're done. That's it. I got bamboozled. Yeah, he got bamboozled. I freaking got he, bamboozled. Like, he literally looked at his call list and was like, which one of these suckers is you willing? <laughs> right, right. Hmm. And that's right. I, even even after, he's like, oh, well, I wasn't able to get in contact with anyone else. I was like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Like, yeah, man, I can't oh, get hold of anybody else, man. Can't believe it. You help me out. I got <laughs> so bamboozled. Now I'm sore. <laughs> oh, nice. It's nice. all good though. It's all good. Um so I I I just got I just finished watching. Actually, you know what? Let's 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 be before we jump into into that. Like cuz we're going to go into like some of the announcements and everything else. Buddha, what have you been up to this week? Okay. Well, so first off, um Magic the Gathering Arena Platts, baby. I don't. I don't mess I'm with so anything below platinum upset. anymore. Okay. Uh, I've only got like I don't know. I only got like twelve days left to actually really push it to see if I can get beyond plats. I've got to make a few adjustments to the deck that I'm in running to see if um, it will pay any dividends. Um, but right now it's pretty strong. It's 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 cooking on all on all cylinders right now. Um. So I've been playing a lot about uh, a, a little bit of that, not too much, because uh, once I got into because uh, I started off in gold. So then when I when I played, I got into plat, and then I've just kind of been going up and down in the tiers. So right now I think I'm tier three again in 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 uh, in platinums, and where at one point I was platinum one. So I was really close. 
Um, so it's just a matter of finding the right matchups, and I think I can get Diamond. So that's the that's the plan here in the next few days. Um, I've been uh, so I've been streaming on Twitch again, right? We talked about that before, um, right? I've uh, I've recently became an affiliate, so that's cool. Yeah, well, congratulations, man! Yeah, so thanks, cool, man. man. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I I've been playing uh, Forza Horizon Four. Um, I was looking for a game. Actually, corrupt actually talked me into it because he was like, uh, he was talking about how like sometimes he just likes to chill and he likes to drive around in cars that he wish he could buy. <laughs> right. That's, that's the exact words. He's just like, sometimes I just like to drive around wishing that I could own the car that I'm driving <laughs> in the game. Yeah. And so that prompted me to be like, Hey man, you know, you guys, you want to roll? Cause like, uh, I wanted to do the Lego, uh, expansion part that they came out with not too long ago. Um, but I never did finish the um, the DLC for Fortune Island, which I don't know if you remember me talking about it before. But basically, it's a you're on this whole separate island, and they give you as you play through the 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 courses and you kind of level up. Every so often, they'll drop a clue off, and it's a riddle similar to what you would find in like Sea of Thieves. So this riddle will basically. Um, you have to solve the riddle by figuring out what car that you need to drive in whatever situation to, to unlock a location for a treasure, uh, chest. Now these treasure chests, uh, are like, they have a million credits in them. So once you find them, it's an instant million credits. Um, but, and there's achievements evolved in it too. So obviously I want to get all these things. Some of the riddles are pretty hard. Like I've had to like on the stream, I had to like literally stop what I was doing and look it up to figure out where I was supposed to go uh, because some of the riddles are pretty crazy, but it's a lot of fun. And they put these chests in weird little places uh, and they don't pop up until you unlock the riddle. So you have to complete like there's one where like, you know, you have to be in an old school uh, Jeep, like an old army Jeep. And you have to uh, uh, go through like the speed zone and you have to gold star this, the, the speed zone. And once you do that, you get to unlock the location for the chest. So pretty cool stuff. Um, I'm almost finished with it. I, I think out of the 10 uh, chests, I've got, I think I've gotten six of them so far, six or seven. So I'm really close. And then I can actually start doing the Lego stuff, which was what I really wanted to do in the first place. Um, and then other than that, um, Animal Crossing had a recent update where they now allow you to jump into the water and swim around. Um, so anybody that's familiar with it, you got, you got an island, right? So you got this island that you're building up and then around it is all this water. And normally you would only be able to fish into this water and, you know, catch things. But now they've got it, like you get a wetsuit and you can literally jump in the water now and you can swim around and they have, uh, new creatures that they added that you actually have to dive down and catch. So. I've been doing some of that. So that's usually my, like my bedtime game. That's, that's the game that I play when I just want to wind down and I want to just go off to La La Land. And for whatever reason, I don't do anything, the fancy stuff like uh, other people do in Animal Crossing. I just like to get on there and fish and catch things and stack up my money and expand my house type of stuff. That's like all I ever do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I so think Animal Crossing. That's a big chunk of the game, though, right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. I kind of, I mean, that's what it's mostly about. But then at the same time, 
like they have all these things that you can craft and make to make your island like like a tropical paradise if you want or you can you can add like street signs and all, all these things man there's like so many things and like i've been online and i've like seen like some other people's islands that they have that they've built and like sometimes you can go like on streams and stuff and you can see some of the more uh, like super elaborate stuff uh and it's crazy like it's just nutso what some of these people can come up with this it, it's the same thing in like minecraft you know like you have minecraft and then you have like the super minecrafters like they have like the the cool designs yeah, and make yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. badass buildings and structures and the same thing with animal crossing like you go to some people's islands and they just have like that i don't know that artistic knack to be able to like create things and use things and position them and and make it like something really cool um i mean i've seen everything from like graveyards in on their islands and i was like how like people were literally like every time they'd kick a a, a villager off their island you know because you can switch villagers around um they would make like a gravesite to honor that uh villager that they kicked off the island stuff like that it's just crazy to me i think that's just badass but um so there's that um and the only other thing that I did um, this past week is, uh, and I think you saw it on Instagram, I posted a picture of my new uh, baby Yoda, my new, the child yeah, from the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, that thing awesome. is huge, man. Is it that big? thing is huge. It's big, bro. It's like life size. It's like, uh, it's basically a 10 inch figure. It's, it's, it's big. Um, so I, I literally was at this, uh, I, I, I was at the mall. Uh, and I wanted to see what stores were actually open at the mall because a lot of places are closed. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, I happened to just walk by the store that had a bunch of like the, you know, typical nerd stuff. Um, like, uh, you know, I, and I went in there and what caught my eye was a, uh, uh, a t-shirt that I thought my girlfriend would really dig. And it's a, it was, it was from the office to show the office. Cause you know, as I said before, I've been watching a lot of the office. And there's one line that the the main guy always says, and it's, that's what she said. And so I actually found a shirt that said that. And so I was in there. So I, I got the shirt and I was really, I was stoked about the shirt. And then I bought like some, my hero academia shirts and, and whatnot. And, uh, I'm checking out and I see the wall of, you know, fun co-pop. Then I, I've got quite a few myself. And, uh, you know, when I, at first glance, I was just kind of, like, eh, you know, I don't really see anything that just strikes out at me that I want. And then I looked up and then towards the top, was this baby Yoda. And honestly, I looked at it and I thought, oh man, that thing's probably really expensive. So I just turned to the cashier and I was like, hey, ooh, mind telling me what that costs? And she said, oh, we just got these in today. It's only like 38 bucks, 38, whatever. And I was like, what? That's It's only 38 bucks. I was like, please lady, get that, get that, bring that on down. I, I need that. I need that in my life. And she was like, "Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know what I mean." And I was just like, "Hell yes!" For thirty eight bucks, that's a steal, right? So I got my baby Yoda, and I I went online just to see what people were selling for. I, I've already seen it on eBay for like ninety, eighty, eighty to what? ninety bucks already. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know something new comes out, and they put it on there, and like you know availability and all that stuff. Right, people right, just right. Go bonkers, and they you know they try to make a buck. Um. But uh, yeah, man, I got me a cool I, little I, baby. I, Yoda I, I, I tried. I tried doing that for. Remember, Star Wars came out like that. The the, mm-hmm. the circle, the BBA thing. Yeah, 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 
Yeah. So, oh yeah, uh, didn't you I, buy like a few of those BB-8s and then they I just did. BB nothing? And I got BB nothing. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I lost. Oh, thank God, I got almost all my money back though. I lost right. like maybe ten, fifteen dollars, which in the long run is is nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, a, a lot of times um, you have to catch things that are in limited supply, so you usually have to buy them if they're kind of like a limited edition. Um, but usually things that come out Star Wars wise now, there's not many things that are limited edition. They, they dump out a lot because they know they're going to sell a lot of merch. Yeah. Yeah. So the only way that you really make any money off something like that, and because I used to resell on like Amazon and stuff, it, what you do is you buy those things and you hold on to it for a while. And then like you wait like a, like, you know, a year or so after things have already kind of circulated through, maybe they're coming out with something new and then everybody's kind of forgotten about it. And then there's not a lot of them out there. You know, and then you can like, then you can actually make a decent dollar off of those things and actually make some profit. Um, but if you're that, lucky, that there's, risk, the there's risk involved. Clear. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely risk. I mean, you know, a lot of times you just try to break even. You know, you're just trying to break even on those. Um, but uh, sometimes you score those kind of things and you hold on to them long enough that when you do go to turn around and resell, you know, the price has gone up because, you know, not many people can find one in like a, a mint condition or still in box. Right, right. Which right. is like a big thing. You know, people have already given for gifts and they're like, you know, everybody's just jacked them all up. And then next thing you know, you know, it's hard to actually find one that's still in box because they don't put them in stores anymore. So that's the kind of thing you got to look for on something like that. But, but yeah, I'm super pleased uh, over the child because, you know, Technically, he's not Baby Yoda, but he, he, he looks like a Baby Yoda to me. Right. I mean, look, for all intents and purposes, like, it is Baby Yoda. You know I mean, saying? it is. I mean, wait, what? Uh, isn't it like we don't even know what Yoda is technically as a species? We don't even know right, what, right. what he is. So, yeah. So, the, it, it's the child. Agreed. <laughs> like, it might yeah, be even like, like a, a reincarnation kind of thing. You know, hey, who knows? I guess we'll hopefully we'll get to find out at some point in the, in the Mandalorian. Disney Plus would get off their ass and start giving us some content because, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, 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 I'm probably, you know what? I am the most disappointed in Disney Plus really? because it seems like they were so excited that, the, you know, to get it out there and people to jump all over the the stuff that they already had. Right. They didn't even really think about like continuously adding new stuff. You There's know? no like excuse Netflix. though. They're freaking Disney. They own They're not. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, I get it, you know, and but it's like the, they didn't even have anything in the in the I don't know, in the backlog to just start throwing stuff out there. You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. Like and, and especially with like the whole COVID stuff going on right now, like why they aren't you why isn't Black Widow automatically coming to Disney Plus? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. Why isn't it just drop? Why don't you just drop? We're already paying for the membership. Just go ahead and drop it. You're going to get just, an influx just, of people that are want to join the subscription at least one time to watch that movie. So you're going to get money. It's not like you're not going right. to make anything. Right. You already got my money already because I'm already part of your right. membership. You know, could, I mean, it's they, the kind of same been, stuff. That would have been a big deal if, if they started having yeah. their movies just release on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I that mean would honestly, this, it, it would have been such a big deal. It might have even been a disruptive force in, in, in all of movies. If, oh, if yeah. That would have put everybody on notice. Like, you know, yeah. like maybe DC for once would be like, oh, hold on, HBO Max. Hold up. Hold up. Right. Right. <laughs> Freaking we miscalculated DC. once again. Exactly. 
Exactly. I Damn love it. these. I, I love DC. To this once and, more. I love DC, and it's just like, what are you doing, DC? What you know? I know. I, I know. You, you've it's, been it's doing sad. this much longer than me. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's why, like, it's funny because a lot of the old heads love DC. Like, they're usually more into DC than Marvel. But as time goes on, you can't help but like Marvel more because of DC shenanigans. So you're just kind of like, you know, at one point I thought that Marvel would just buy DC at some point. Really? I honestly thought that. I was just like, at some point, DC is just going to go kaputsky. Like, Detective Comics is done because they just kept doing weird things. And they continuously do it. They just seem to get away with it more. You know, now that movies are a big deal and people pay a ton of money to watch these movies and merch and, you know, back when it was just comic book to comic book, you know, it was a different deal. But, you know, they're still going. They're still thriving with the big three. You know, they're going to keep the big three and then we'll sprinkle mean, some Aquaman, they, and Aquaman and Flash around. They, well, they should. a green light for Green Lantern. They have, they have uh, you know, a success with uh, uh, Aquaman. You know, yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, they did. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. The 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 Wonder Woman uh, movie and the Aquaman movie uh-huh. uh, were both really good. I think I they expect... were better than what they were than what everyone thought they were going to be. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because even though I enjoyed Batman versus Superman, it still had its issues, and it had issues, but not. Like the, the the people were saying, like it was like the worst movie of all time. Like, come on now, no, yeah, no, bad. definitely not. Because I mean, Hellboy fixed all that. But oh, bro, Hellboy <laughs> was terrible. It really was. <laughs> it's I, so I, bad. I, I, did, it's so did we, did we talk about that on, on podcast? I don't even remember. Did we? I, no, no, we never went back. I told you to go watch it. You said you were going to go watch it. I did. And, it was and, so uh, bad. It, it was so Uh-oh. bad. So I saw, Uh-oh. I saw, I saw Hellboy, and I saw Birds uh, of Prey. Right, Birds of Prey. Now, yeah, I did not like Birds of Prey. Right. Uh, that that much. I don't. I think that. I think like uh, honestly, Margot Robbie, like clearly, it was the was the the highlight. You know, as the, mm-hmm. as well she should be. Right, but I don't think they built up the character, like the squad, the team, um, well enough. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, we talked about it before. Anytime you do a team-based movie, it's really hard to get everybody's slice of the the pie. Yeah, enough to to justify like getting a a general like, oh, I care about this character type of thing. Right. You know, it's they, really they, hard they, to get that. They did the same. They made the same mistake with freaking the Harley Quinn movie, because it's not Harley Quinn. It was Birds of Prey that they did with Justice right. League. Like, yeah, you have or a Suicide successful Squad. character. Take that one yeah. character, introduce, you know, uh, or further the relationship of the audience and that one character, and then you can introduce one, two more characters. That now, uh, and then you can go ahead and and think about a Birds of Prey collaboration because you you now have more investment in the character and or story and or world. You yeah. know, I I uh, so uh, and I have I did say I was I was looking at the nineties um, animation shows right, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean honestly going back I have much 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 more appreciation for just how freaking good that show was. 
you know it was it was good it was like i was a kid when i watched it but at the same time like any adult could have gone in and watched that show and and have enjoyed it you know right they they had adult themes they had uh you know like little things that were done in a in a kid-friendly way but the adults would definitely pick up on <laughs> you know what i'm saying right uh and and it's like they also they just had some i don't know i i think of it as like they respected the audience a little bit more mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. uh <clears throat> but so anyway they had the the episode where harley quinn leaves the joker and she teams mm -hmm. up with um poison ivy and I thought right. it, I was like, man, they could have just done this, taken that episode, that one thirty-minute clip, and turned it into a movie, and that would have been great. Right, that which is weird great. because, like, the DC show, the Harley Quinn, the new Harley Quinn show on DC is that same premise. She leaves the Joker, she right. teams up with Ivy, and Ivy and her are living together, and it's basically Harley Quinn trying to become a better villain than the Joker. Right in a, in a funny maniac. And that's that that is way. what that that nineties episode was. Yeah, yeah. Know. Once again, the people that do the animation know what the hell they're doing. The people that are in charge of the live action stuff, they don't have a clue. And and, and I think you mentioned <laughs> this. I think you mentioned it before. Is I think there's a, just more of um of a, like a horizontal. Uh, attraction between the animation and the actual like the drawn art uh, book medium you know what I'm saying yeah so where where the what is not necessarily the case when when you, when you look at that movies you know what I'm saying right yeah it's but uh, anyway it's, it's weird. <clears throat> uh birds of prey not the best and I, I, I was, I was like, man, I, you know, how can Hellboy, Hellboy can't be that bad? I, because I love, because I loved the original Hellboy. When I go in and mm -hmm. see Hellboy. Oh, it terrible, hurts, it? terrible. It you got, Way all worse. you do the whole movie is think about the original one that they had put yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Ron Perlman had to be at that time just laughing his ass off I, I'm, because they, I, he hasn't been. Right, because if for all its faults, if you had Ron Perlman in that role, it, it been, at least would have been, been better. Better, it would have been at least okay. I mean, I don't know if you could get around the the really bad one-liners, the really bad music selection. I have yet to get an understanding of why some of the music that they chose in certain situations. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, but uh, I, at the very least, if you had Ron Perlman in his version of Hellboy doing his thing, I think uh, I think at least it'd have been okay. But it, it, I mean, it was so sloppy. It was so they just yeah. would hit yeah. hit a, a chord of of you know heavy music, and then mm -hmm. they would flip the the screen, and all of a sudden you're across the world for with no explanation. Doing something yeah. completely different, yeah. They, it, it was just like so bad. 
They're like, oh man, we have to be at at, at this location, and we only have five minutes, and and, and they're across right. the world, and they're there. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, there's times where me and Corrupt literally looked at each other at the same time. And we're like, what yeah. the hell is this movie? Like, what is going Wait, okay, on? Okay, yeah, with with that like old hag, the old hag demon thing. Yeah. What was that? What was I don't that? Know. What was that? <laughs> I was I was yelling at the screen. I was like, what is this? What are you doing? Now there was parts that of the CGI that looked good. Yes. But they didn't do anything with it. I mean, they had like giant creatures mowing over like uh, the the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff. And it was like, well, that looks really cool. And then it was like, oh, no, it's gone. Oh, well, right. What right. Are we, what are we doing? Yeah. One of the and, things that annoyed uh, you know, me uh, is is like the relationship with this this uh, this female uh, character. I, yeah. I don't know her name, but it's like she came out of nowhere right they just yeah. met yeah uh, and 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 i guess maybe it's it's not did they did they they did go into the uh relationship aspect of the fire girl was that at all in the second one or no that was only no. in the okay that okay. was only in the first one that they introduced her in okay all right uh, and utilized her um so, in the second one um that was all like the what was it called the golden army right 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 okay so 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 i'm, I'm sorry i didn't mean to confuse the two. Oh no wait a minute uh, wait a minute now that i think about it the second one i'm getting a little confused because the second one did it wasn't the fire I thought, girl in there i thought that she was kind of there but i'm not i might be confusing the movies but all right so let's 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 go on the premise that she wasn't in it whatsoever at all fine okay this girl Comes out of nowhere, right? And then in like an, in the next scene where the you know, or maybe a few minutes pass or whatever, and then there's another guy that that he knows, right? Another worker, you know, that the Hellboy knows some, uh, uh, you know, one of the workers that they have a not necessarily the best relationship, but they at least have. A working relationship, and then this mm. girl who they, they, the Hellboy knew for like five minutes is there, like, oh, who's the new, who's the new guy? You know what I'm saying? And I, I was yelling at this multiple times, yelling at the at the screen, like, what? Well, I think there was a what do you mean? In the movie where they, where they, uh, where they conveyed the fact that they knew each other a long time ago type of thing uh if, they, if but, that was the case then they failed but it's like very brief and it, it's really hard because you spend a lot of time turning to whoever you're watching the movie with or yeah. like in your case yelling at the screen so you kind of lose some pieces you're right you're right you're right yeah <laughs> it was just so bad but yeah it was, it was so bad movie just bad <sighs> that's I why i mean, told you I, you're right i try to tell you it made it made birds of prey look great and that's what i told you i i said that you will have a hard time finding a worse movie when it comes to superheroes than that hellboy version yeah and uh i you know i didn't believe you i didn't because because i just love the original hellboy so much yeah i didn't i didn't think it could it could be that bad i think that's i think that's why i felt it was so bad is because i enjoyed the original hellboy so much 
um, especially the first one. And I, I love the tone and I, you know, I just like that character anyway. I love the comic books. And so when they did what they did um, in, in that movie, it just really just, just, I was just kind of like, where did you get this? Like, where, why is the story this way? Like, this is just horrible. Um, and it just suffered from so many things all at once. And it was just disheartening to watch. And it was real tough to watch. Really, really, really tough to watch. Uh, you're right. Watching every, all the bits to be like, oh, uh, you took that from the other movie. And it, they did mm -hmm. it so much better in the original. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah constantly constantly doing that but whatever whatever i'm sorry i didn't mean to get i didn't mean to fall down this this rabbit hole i apologize i apologize uh <laughs> we we uh, must really move on to, i don't uh, even know how we got there how did we get there um i we, i think we were just we were just talking about dc movies and stuff and somehow <laughs> i ventured into the deep deep <laughs> hole that right. the, the new Hellboy had, had oh, established. Terrible. Uh, I, I okay. I apologize. We need to move on. We need to. We need to go into what are we talking about for uh, for for the news now? Just you know, I just came uh, before we hit record or whatnot. Uh, just came fresh from watching the Devolver uh, press. What, what, what was it? It was not a press uh, Devolver. It was, it was a Devolver Direct 2020 okay. is what it is. is it? Right. Devolver Direct 2020. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. You know. And so, yeah, I, I mean, really, it it's it's a it's a post E3 uh, E3 mm -hmm. announcement. You know. Right. And, and this, right. like, looking at this and looking at some of the other uh, big ones, more to come by the way right so just just mm -hmm. in a couple of days we have uh, xbox playstation had theirs before mm -hmm. uh do you think that e3 will ever be able to come back and, and and have the same importance that it did after after this uh i don't think so because as these as these direct type of shows go on it seems like they are getting better and better at doing them yeah and uh, I yeah. think because they're getting so good at doing them, I think as consumers, I, I think we're we're soaking that up better as opposed to watching a presentation on a stage and all that stuff. I mean, that's cool and all, but these presentations are giving us what we want quicker and uh and and you know, and, and in Devolver's case, uh hilarious, you know just a really cool like theme through their whole shtick um, that made it pretty interesting and just crazy. And um, it, 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 I think it helped. It complemented the games that they were showcasing um, very well. So, I mean, obviously we saw what Xbox had done with the third party stuff announcements, right? Uh, which was, you know, that they, they were the first ones to really, but they they didn't set the right expectations. No, no. I mean, but you but but you have to see like you know it, it's almost like a progression thing. So we saw what they did right, and it was very bare bones. You know, people on their cams and and stuff like that. Um, and then we saw the PlayStation uh, announcement, 
and the way they did it. So now we're seeing like the devolver uh, way of doing things. Um, so I think it's like it, it's slowly evolving to getting better and better. Um, even even the uh, Ubisoft uh, presentation that they had also. Right. Uh, very clean and, and like, you know, put together more well. traditional, more traditional. Yeah, more traditional, but still, you know what I mean? It, it, it kind of gave us what we wanted, you know? Um, so I feel like as these shows go on more, so, uh, it, they're only going to keep getting better. And I think at some point the need for something like E3 is just going to be at the wayside. You know, obviously PlayStation has already decided that, they, you know, before all this, you know, pandemic stuff happened that, you know, they were already going to bow out of E3. Um, so this, I mean, I, f- I feel like with the stuff going on in the world, it's just, you know, it's just the nail in the coffin for stuff like that, because I don't know if we want to go back to that. I mean, it's cool but, as an individual to go to right. a show like that and be there in person, but I really actually enjoy these directs, you know, uh, Nintendo has been doing them for a hot minute like this. And, um, you know, and their presentations are all really good. And I feel like these are just the way to go now. Like, here on out so when when uh, like a year ago right mm-hmm. now i think uh ty ty fighter sa- essentially yeah. said that e3 was 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 gonna go by, by the wayside right now nobody could have predicted uh covid you know 2020 right. <laughs> just like how how much the world uh would change and whatnot and and uh how you know essentially shutting down all these different uh, uh gatherings large gatherings right mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but now that that it's happened you know uh i don't know i agree i think i it's i think it's going to be very hard to go back very hard yeah i i don't know if i'd i'd want it it any other way well um, looking at devolver devolvers to me set the standard for what these could be Mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. devolver if you haven't seen it definitely go and watch it and just for this marketing spectacle that it that it is <laughs> yeah you know it is so meta they're they're like they they are not taking the and it's very it's very you know devolver you know mm-hmm. it's like true yeah. to their brand <clears throat> right. you know when they are they are just flat out making fun of the entire industry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the entire prospect of having marketing events like this and there's a point where they're like you guys are essentially just hollowed <laughs> dumb consumers <Yeah. laughs> ready yeah. Yeah. begging for anything you know and yeah. and that and then they go ahead and, and set us free by saying look, look what you really care about <laughs> again you just need to go and see it but she's like uh you are begging and waiting for us people like me with power to tell you what to think about what to care about what to like you know uh and then she goes on to say like listen what just go and play it for yourself and they they introduce devolver land devolver land expo which mm-hmm. is like a playable exposition of all the all the different things that that they talked about in their games, and I was like, "Man, this is freaking genius! This is freaking genius! It's so clever, so, so clever. good!" 
Yeah. They yeah. set the standard in my eyes, right, of what these could be and and the I want I want more people to follow suit. You know, not necessarily they don't necessarily have to be all tongue in cheek and over the top like Devolver was. Although I I enjoyed it. I, I they had me thoroughly entertained for 1 hour and they showed like four five trailers. You know what I'm saying? And I was I was yeah. loving the whole the whole show for freaking an hour, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh but yeah. I want more I want to see more of the uh, of the uh, Devolverland Expo types things and I haven't even I haven't even jumped into Devolverland Expo yet. I just got off watching the video. I want to get into Devolverland. And I'm just looking at some of the some of the trailers uh, or video footage of it. It actually looks like really cool. It looks like it's a straight up, you know, interactive game that you could just jump into mm-hmm. and then get to experience the uh, different types, the games that, that they actually just talked about. I, I That's marketing genius on on another level when it comes to when it comes to uh uh the traditional e3 press conference kind of kind of thing it changes it mm-hmm. and 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 like you said buddha how are you going to go back from that you know yeah you have that much control you to to create a whole new experience you really want to go back to a stage right i don't know and- and put stuff on a big screen and have uh, special guests come out there and talk for two two minutes and then throw a trailer up. Right, right, right. That seems pretty tame compared to these these kind of shows now. Oh, so. I don't know. Uh, but let's go into what was Devolver talked about. So as a marketing spectacle, watch it. It's it's great. You know, and and I'm definitely gonna get into Devolverland Expo. I wanna I wanna. I want to actually experience it myself. Right. But they had a couple trailers. Mm-hmm. What was the mm-hmm. one that stood out the most to oh, you? Man. Well, I know two. I know the well, answer. This may this might be this might <laughs> so, so, I'll I'll tell you the games. I'll tell I'll tell the viewers or the listeners the games. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like uh a game called Shadow Warrior, right? Which mm-hmm. looks to be some Shadow sort Warrior of three. Uh, Shadow Warrior yep. Three, right? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, if you're not familiar, looks to be some kind of like a like a samurai steampunkish kind of kind of uh, demon ninja type type thing, right? Running, run, uh, shotgunning, run walling, or wall running, uh, demon killing goodness looks good right yeah i mean the uh, other shadow warriors were pretty good i mean i've never played hilarious oh they're hilarious i shadow warrior three i i'm your character probably gonna pick up your um i i'm pretty sure you can get the first shadow warrior for next to nothing um but if you get a chance to play it i mean it is pretty funny it one it's gory uh because you're literally just chopping demons in half with your samurai sword but the stuff that he says um as he's trugging along uh is just hilarious he's a little chinese ninja guy and then he's got like the voice and um yeah it's it's pretty funny actually so um if you're into that you're gonna love shadow warrior 3 it looks good too it looks really clean like looks stuff looked fun it does it did it looked good 
It looked good. Now, now we have another one called uh, Carry On, mm. which looks pretty interesting. It's a 2D platformer, like a like a pixelated 2D uh, uh, platformer where you are a monster, right? Some type of scientific alien experiment or something that gone has gone wrong. wrong. <laughs> And seems to, uh, and you're just trying to escape the lab, apparently, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, looks pretty cool. This uh, this odd little this odd little um, game is called Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, where it, it, it's oh, it's one of those physical uh, physics uh, um, physics type games, right? But it seems to be. Like a, you know those old those Japanese uh, game shows, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like over the top uh, obstacle course kind of kind of thing, uh, mm-hmm. with these weird little blobby uh, characters, you know? Uh, and then and and then you're 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 going against the physics and you're trying to go in with a parent. I don't know how many people. It looked like a whole bunch. Uh, uh, Sixty into the obstacle course. Sixty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Serious Sam. Serious Sam Four. Uh, was was also announced, and this other two D pixelated uh, platformer game that looked really interesting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure the proper pronunciation. Was it Elijah or Lyha? Something o- like that. Yeah. Elijah. Right. O l i j a. I I know I I know I butchered it. I'm so sorry. Uh, it looked it looked to be pretty interesting, uh, like uh, this dude with like a, a sword, and again very two D pixelated graphics, uh, guy running around action adventure kind of game, looks cool. So out of those games, what what are the one that really stood out to you? Well, there's two, okay, two that uh, Karen, uh that is um, a really cool looking game i mean if you like the retro look uh which i i do i do like that kind of stuff uh but being a you know basically a villain protagonist uh is always appealing because who doesn't want to be the bad guy um and it's just i don't know the, the, the stuff that they showed in the in the in the game footage looks so neat um Everything from the way the the your your whatever he is blobby alien tentacles with teeth I don't know what even right 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 spikes all all that all the different ways to like you know um, take out your your you know opponents and whatnot and the um, there was one part where like he sticks a guy and he basically takes control of him um, little things like that I just kind of like. What was the freak? Oh my god, the Netflix show. Um, oh my goodness, Stranger Things. It's it's like the blob yeah, in season two of Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I thought that was really cool. Obviously, the way they presented it at the De- um, uh, Devolver Digital uh, Direct was really cool. It was funny. Um, I really, lo- I, I really like that a lot. But like the game that I kept thinking about that I really want to play is. That damn Fallout guys, like I really, really liked Fallout guys or Fall guys. Uh, 
that just looks like a just a, a blast. That really looks like something super fun. Something that um, you know, if you're streaming it, I I feel like that's gonna be such a, a cool game to stream. Um, I guarantee you, like you're gonna see a ton of people streaming this game. Like Oh, I I agree. I agree. It looks like anytime a wonderful you can get game games that you can like, you know, get other people involved and I and I it doesn't seem like a game that you would have to worry about getting like stream sniped or anything like that. Um, it's just, you know, 60 people dealing with like the physics of like a human fall flat uh, type of deal, um, trying to survive the obstacle course to be basically the last one standing out of the 60. Um, I think that's a genius way of doing a battle Royale, uh, especially these days, because we've, we've seen all the other, styles of battle royale so it's really nice to find something truly different and uh yeah fall guys uh, you know I'm, I'm really anticipating fall guys but i also can't wait to play carrion and those are the two that really stick out to me uh serious sam is up there too because i thought you know i remember serious sam from back in the day um so and then you know the the, the heavy metal music that they played you know kind of reminded me it of like, looks kind of good man it looks kind of good. Obliterating, you know what I mean? Just blowing yeah, stuff yeah. up, heavy metal music in the background. You're just, you know what I mean? Like it's that's that is that's going to be a good time. That's going to be a good time. When uh, was the cool thing when, about the, when was series Sam three? Like how how many years has it been? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and look it up. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. that, <laughs> that no, question. so so like uh. So the Carrion, the cool thing about that is that will be available on Game Pass. Um, that is going to be coming um, to Game Pass. Um, and then the uh, the Fall Guys, that actually will be on uh, PlayStation and PC is where you'll see those games pop up. So I'll be getting it probably on Steam is where I'll be. I'll be, right. I'll be playing it on Steam. Uh I will like. I'm almost assuredly gonna get Fall Guys as well. Uh, I, I I look. I liked everything. I liked everything that I saw. Uh, Shadow Warrior. The way that looked. Also, I think I might be picking that game up. It looked. It looked pretty cool. Carrion. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact I'm gonna be playing. Cause it's coming yeah, to Game Pass. Coming to Game Pass. So you have no so excuse. I'm excited about honestly I'm excited about that game. It's gonna be a good game. Check it out. C A R R I O N. Carry on. Uh, or really, just check out the Devolver uh, the, the show. You, you, you owe it to yourself. Mm-hmm. It might it, it might very well might be like the like the again I think the standard the new standard of what these uh, press conferences could be. Um. Uh, so my, I'll 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 go with Fall Guys, man. The su- the surprise. I I'm surprised that a game like that, all cutesy or whatever, really. At first, normally I see cutesy stuff. I kind of check out a little bit in my mind. You know, I was like, oh, it's not really that interesting. You know, interesting for me. But when I look at it, I was like, yo, this looks fun. It looks like it could be just straight up fun, like a party game, a great mm-hmm. potential party game kind of kind of deal. And like you said, uh, like if you if you're able to stream this game, which I'm sure you will be able to, it could be a a, a wonderful online party game kind of atmosphere with you and your community if you're able to just jump in with a bunch of people. I, of which I hope I hope you could. You know, mm-hmm. Fall Guys looks great. Um, 
Yeah. But and carry on, which I will be playing. One of them because mm-hmm. you know. But I like that. I like the other one. Uh, the uh, the Elijah. You know, I just yeah, like the two cool. D platformer thing. I think I'm just missing the old the two D platform stuff. I you know, I'm just maybe nostalgic on on some of these. Yeah, some maybe of these you need to get a Switch and get on that Nintendo Online. I might, and, I might. But you know, but and, but we also got you know X Cloud. You know, which we're going to be talking about. Yeah, yeah. Just in just a little bit. So before we move, before we move on. Uh, to the X, Xbox and xCloud stuff, let's go and talk about uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft also yeah. had an, uh, an uh, announcement. They made some uh, what I mean, some some things. Buddha, what did you think about Ubisoft's? Uh, what what do they call it? They're forward, right? Uh, Ubisoft uh, forward. forward. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I thought it was really good too. Um, obviously it wasn't as, you know, funny as the Devolver one, um, but they pretty much got straight to the point. They, they gave us what we wanted to, to see. They, they showcased, um, the new things that they're doing for the games that they already have. Um, they showed us a little bit of some of the games that are coming forward, I guess you could say. Um, and then, you know, they made some weird, uh, some weird things too. They did some weird things, um, with the mobile game announcement uh for a couple games so um which one i mean we knew about we knew about elite squad we saw that um already and i know how much you're looking forward to elite squad um yeah yeah. i'm yeah i'm upset well before i go into why i'm upset if you've listened to the podcast you know already (laughs) but go but go ahead finally get to play your your sam fisher I know, man. I know. I know. I know. How? I mean, really, Ubisoft, please. I want a Sam Fisher game, a full, like, real, you know, Sam Fisher game. We want, we need Splinter Cell. That's what we need. We need Splinter Cell. I just I know. I mean, that. I know they're. I know they're working on it. I do. You know, you have to be working on it. You can't have this. This. This amazing franchise and there's a, a wonderful character that you keep on trotting out you know but but you're using him to to be the highlight of a mobile game we need splinter cell damn it <laughs> and I I, yeah, I, I, I I i i was i was sure we were gonna see splinter cell on this uh, i think we i think we are seeing a, a splinter cell i think the voice actor um, leaked that uh, there was something in the works. He wouldn't say what, but he just said, stay tuned type of thing. So everybody knows it has to, it has to, it has to be, they have to be working on it. Right. They have to. Be. I think so. I think it's time. I think, I think it's a, it it's a good time to bring, to bring Sam Fisher back. Um, but uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, basically elite squad, um, I found the trailer pretty funny because they're basically it shows uh, Rainbow Six uh, operatives uh, breaking out. Um, what's his face? The main villain in Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. Uh, what was his name? I don't even I don't know. know. The dude, the dude Corleone. I don't know. Some I don't know. Tattooed right. guy. 
you know, that ran er, that runs the cartel. And for whatever reason, Sam Fisher and the Rainbow Six operatives are breaking him out. Um, and he turns, he th- gives them a gun and turns to him and says, uh, don't make me regret this. Um, but basically it's a free to play tactical RPG game. Um, and it's going to be available on the, uh, the Apple, uh, store and Google play store, uh, for those that are actually interested in that sort of thing. Um, I'm not so much interested in that. Um, I'm not that big of a mobile game player. Um, even though, I mean, I am a fan of some of the different operatives and some of the characters that Ubisoft has in their roster as far as Tom Clancy's universe is concerned. Um, but I don't know if it's enough for me to, to warrant getting that on mobile. Um, they also, the other mobile game announcement that they made was that Brawlhalla was coming to mobile. Um, those of you that are, aren't familiar with Brawlhalla, basically it's, a uh, Smash Bros. Um, they, uh, it's, uh, it's another free to play, uh, game. Um, it's free to play everywhere. Um, but you do have to buy the uh, character packs and, and all that stuff. Um, uh, it's a, pr- it's a pretty neat little game. It's, it's a lot of fun. Honestly, like if you are into those kind of games, like, uh, smash brothers, the, um, when I was at PAX, the developers would basically, um, they would take on all challengers. And if you could beat a developer, like they would give you like special prizes and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool to see at the shows. Um, the, uh, and then they went and they, they showcased some of the stuff that they are trying to improve for games. They already have out such as ghost recon breakpoint. Now, one of the big announcements for me anyway, was the fact that they're finally going to add. Now, I don't know why it took them so long, but it's fine. Whatever. They finally added AI units to fight with you if you're rolling solo, just like they did in Wildlands. Why they didn't implement this in the beginning baffles me. But they finally did it, and that prompted me to go ahead and buy it. One, it's on sale right now. So if, if you're able to, if you're by the time you hear this, there might be a couple of days left on that sale. Um, if you are interested in Breakpoint and you've been wanting to get it on a discount price. Um, I feel really bad for those that bought it right from jump because it was a hot mess, but, um, you can get, I think the, the complete edition for around 23, 24 bucks, somewhere around in there. Um, the base, um, edition of it, I think is, um, I want to say like 15 bucks, 14, 15 bucks, which is a steal compared, you know, cause I mean, this game is not even a year old, right? Has it been a year, Manny? No, it was not even a year old. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, once again, you know, we always say don't pre-order games. This is our example why. This is a perfect example, man. Don't you dare. Don't do it. It it looked really good. And we were actually fooled because, like, in the presentation that we saw, we liked everything they said in the presentation. It made sense. It it seemed like it was going to be this and And that. And I was was really getting into Wildlands. Wildlands was, was, it just looked really good, potentially. And uh, I don't know. This one fell really short, so much so that they had stopped production on their other games because they really wanted to. They they really wanted Ghost Recon Breakpoint to to really break all points. They really wanted it to be an earth shatterer, and it ended up being a big old dud. So, uh, but they've been slowly. They've been adding more things, fixing things, tweaking things. 
So it's probably the right now. It's probably the game that it should have been before, or at least closer to, at least closer. Yeah, to. yeah. So for me, I like to play solo a lot. Um, and in the beta, you don't have any companions with you. Which, if you played a lot of Wildlands, you're really used to having those guys with you. Um, and um, for whatever reason, they weren't there. I don't know why they just didn't add those guys. But now, as of July 15th, the update, um, they have made it to where you can have your AI teammates again. And uh, what's cool is you can actually customize them. You can make them look the way you want. You can fit them out with, what are, with, the, with the weapons that you want, which is really cool, which is something you couldn't do in Wildlands. Um, so uh, that, I find that pretty neat. So you can customize yourself. You can customize your teammates. You can outfit them with what you want. Um, the uh, as far as the commands and stuff, it's going to be pretty similar to what you had in Wildlands. You can tell them where to go, where to stop. When if you go stealth, they go stealth. You know what I mean? All that. You go crouch, they go crouch. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Um, which for me, you know, playing by myself, I I just uh, I really enjoyed. You know, I, I liked having my AI teammates with me. Um. Also, they uh, they showcased more of Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Uh, we got to say it. See, I think it was like thirty minutes of gameplay. It was a lot of gameplay. Um, Let, a lot what did of you gameplay. Think of the, what did you think of the gameplay? That you I did? mean, I thought it looked great. I mean, I thought it's what I expected. You know, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know." Uh, you know, they just, they're not showing us any game, but you know, it's like, calm down. If you, if you've watched any or played any of the other Assassin's Creed as of recent origins or Odyssey, you know, darn well, it's going to look good. And, you know, it, it, thankfully the guys that do the Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed games, they do their homework, man. They really make the environment as realistic as possible. Like they really go out of their way, everything from like building designs and all kinds of stuff. They do their research. So I knew that the game itself was going to look immaculate. You know what I mean? And it does. It looks great. Um, it, but uh, some fighting, people are saying that it's, they're, they're saying like, oh, this is, it's essentially a reskin of, uh, of the previous. What, I, what I mean, that? I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's, it's Assassin's Creed. So, I mean, in a sense, there's, there's, you're going to have, the same kind of dude doing almost the same kind of things because that's what assassins do. I mean, that's, this is what they are. You know, the only thing that really changes is the environment that you put them in. You know what I mean? You, whether you're in Egypt or, you know, uh, Greece or now you're, you know, it's just, that's, that's just the way a lot of those games are. Um, is it, I mean, origin, uh, Assassin's Creed origin was a phenomenal game. Um, and Odyssey has come with nothing but praise. Um, so do we expect anything less from Valhalla from what I saw? No, it's, it's going to be pretty much what the people like. I mean, you know, you got the one half that want to see something new. You want the other half that wants to, to see this, the same stuff. They want more of the same. They don't want it to change any more than, than what it has. It's already changed a lot from you know black flag and 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 before so i don't know i i mean i thought it was cool and i'm gonna get it not at launch because i have all right. these other assassin creed games to get through 
but I'll definitely get it at some point. Um, and I think if you're interested in Odyssey right now, I think you can get that as well for, I think, under $20. So um, they've got a big sale going on, obviously, with all their stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's what I wanted. It's what I wanted to see. It's what I thought I was going to see anyway. Um, a little bit of sneaking, a little bit of fighting. You know, that's Assassin's Creed. That's that's what it is. Um, uh, the other thing that they showcased was uh, the new Watch Dogs Legion. Um, that was the one when we first saw like their presentation. I think it was at E3. That was the one game that I was actually looking forward to. And like, I don't really, I haven't really played any of the other Watch Dogs games, but I thought that one was seemed interesting. Um, the fact that you can get build your resistance group more or less you're 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 finding other people to be part of your crew and the people that you get have different storylines and you can basically almost like in a side quest manner help them along with whatever's going on in their lives so that way they join your resistance and then the the people that you decide to use or pick um you know you're basically playing as them like you you know you're you're doing their stuff so i i thought that was pretty interesting and um i don't know i that that's that's one that i'm actually looking forward to is, uh, i Watchdog. i think watchdogs is is probably going to be one of those games that like their ambition outpaces like the ultimate reality of of the game you know what i'm saying yeah. I like, mean, the, the ambition out, is man, amazing yeah. Go ahead, Buddha. I, I said, if it pans out, it's going to be amazing. Oh, th- th- right, it. right. So what I was saying is, like, the ambition of the title is is incredible. Like mm-hmm. to be able to go, the promise of being able to go out and picking up the different characters, uh, uh, you know, or recruit from, and you'll be mm-hmm. able to, of course, hack into the their life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and, yeah. and learn about them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can uh, you play qu- their quote unquote their origin mission where you actively yeah. recruit them. Uh, mm-hmm. Now an open world environment and, and 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 you know hopefully like all of these there's many different scenarios to play. Uh, yeah, with I think this. you're based in London, I guess. You're based in the uh, uh, in London, right? And if mm-hmm. in this future, uh, you know, dystopian esque kind of uh, London, but. I'm I'm all I'm concerned, and I was concerned before, uh, when when we saw you know when we saw the old lady uh, uh, come in as uh, like a spy kind of thing, and it looked funny, you mm-hmm. know, and people mm-hmm. were were excited about it, and I was concerned already, saying, man, I'm I don't know if 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 they'll be able to to have the variety necessary for it for it to be cool you know what i'm saying like otherwise it's just like a a, a a shtick a gimmick that can get old really quick uh right <coughs> now excuse me looking into this new new trailer they're, they're 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 showing new stuff about it and they already showed the same type of skill set again you know what i'm saying which which to me bodes doesn't bode all that well because like if it, it, it sure if it's as deep as they want it to be, they wouldn't. There would be no need to sh- to show a new character getting recruited with the old 
with the same skill set, the exact same skill set of the of the robot uh, hacker kind of kind of thing, you know. And so I I now again I think I think the ambition of the title is amazing, but I I don't think it's going to be as varied uh, enough. That's my concern. Are they going to have enough variation, you know? Or maybe they're just holding everything close close to their chest, and we'll see a lot more, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see, so. we'll see. But I have my concerns. I have my mm-hmm. concerns about about <laughs> uh, you know, right? Watchdog. So they also announced a new game. Uh, now this game has been in beta, and I've actually watched some footage of this on some other streamers' uh, uh, shows, and and it's it's called Hyperscape. Um, so it's basically now where's one I thought it was kind of cool because it kind of reminded me of a Titanfall 2 style, very fast paced, um, a lot of jumping around buildings and like just uh uh I don't know, in a in a in a kind of like Overwatch way, but like I said, fast paced in a you know, in a Titanfall 2 kind of way. Um it looked pretty interesting. Um, I, I don't know exactly what the like powers are or, or any of that stuff. Like when I watched it, I'm, I'm kind of confused, but I, but it looks cool. I'm interested. So I might be looking and trying to get into this open beta and trying it out firsthand to see what I think of it. Um, but it is a new game. It does seem kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I don't did you, What did you think of that, Manny? What did you think of hyperscape? I mean, I mean, it looks to me, it looks like, uh, oh my goodness, what's that? What's that? Uh, my mind is going blank. But uh, the game that Xbox came out with, that uh, relatively recent, not recent, it was maybe I don't know, six months ago now, or maybe even longer, edge. like a year. Say it again. Bleeding Edge. Oh, not Bleeding Edge. Just way beyond that. But it had oh. like the uh, it was like an original Xbox uh, or 360 game, uh, and then and then it came out again. It was supposed to be like super destructive, you know. It was like a futuristic. You have your your, your like your super suit that you could jump around all over the place in oh, open crackdown? world. Crackdown, yeah. Ah. It looked like what Crackdown really wanted to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crackdown wanted to be a lot of things. Successful was one of them. Successful was one of them. Yeah. (laughs) So it looked it looked like 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 that. You know that's one of the things I thought of. I don't know why. Uh, It looked it looked pretty interesting. Now that's supposed to be a battle royale, isn't it? I I got the battle royale (laughs) vibes. I think that's I, I what think uh it's not a battle royale, but I do believe that it is similar to like say uh Valorant, where it's like uh, you know, you have your team, that there's another team, and there's some kind of objective that you have to accomplish. Um something you have to hack, I think, is is what you're supposed to do, or okay. Something along those lines. So you have like an area that you're trying to take over, um and the other team is 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 trying to, you know take it from you so you know you're going back and forth type of thing from well, the looks of it okay all right well if that's the case i mean it might it might be cool i mean it visually it looks pretty cool uh like you said 
uh, the the movement looked good. The, the, you know how you traversed through the through the world and uh, the the pace of it looked good. I'm not. I mean, I don't know enough about it to be able to to really say if I'm even excited about it or not. You know, but it but it it's something to look at. Uh, and Ubisoft seems to be uh, you know fairly pushing this one fairly fairly hard. And open beta does open up relatively soon, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm. I, think, I don't know. I think to now. me, ultimately, it's it's gonna it's gonna be ultimately a pass for me. And and as far as I can think, because my backlog is too long, and, and there's there's other there's just, there's other things. I, I think I'd, I think I'm actually more interested right now in Breakpoint. <laughs> Believe it or not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But uh, but we shall see. Oh, 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 yes, bro, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah. Far Cry, bro. Far Cry. I was getting there. I was okay. getting there. All right. All right. I'm getting, getting impatient. What, what's going on? <laughs> well, I want one more thing about the Hyperscape, uh, which is actually cool if you're a Twitch streamer, is that they actually have a uh, Twitch extension that allows players to influence the uh, events. You can vote on things um, that will affect the streamer uh you know and whatnot via twitch on your gameplay so that's always an interesting uh addition when you have games that your viewers can uh mess with you about. right right they can screw so, you over yeah yeah they can screw you over or help you out one of the two depending on how they feel about you depends who's in there uh but yes finally uh last but not least um they showed the trailer for the uh, far cry six um and uh funny enough is that i came across a deal also that i could not pass up and i ended up buying far cry 5 and far cry the new dawn and i believe i got that for 20 bucks oh wow that's not that's not a bad it wasn't deal. a bad deal i, I really yeah. couldn't pass it up um uh, you know obviously far cry new dawn came out just not too long ago uh, Far Cry 5, um, also really not that long ago itself, really. Um, and uh, yeah, the uh, the Far Cry 6 is not scheduled to come out until like uh, February of 2021. So I've got a little bit of time to play some Far Cry. And I, yeah. I haven't played Far Cry since Far Cry, I think, 2. I've never played... Well, no, I played like the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, and then it kind got, of became, it became something one. else. Primal uh, looked cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I, looked I, cool. I saw uh, Stupendous play that one mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And his, in I watched his, uh, play, uh, The New right? Dawn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched him play some of The New Dawn, uh, which seemed pretty cool. So, um, Oh, maybe but, that's the yeah. one I saw him play, New Dawn. Maybe where everything I had like really bright colors. Oh, no. oh no no no! I saw him play that too. No, primal probably because he was like riding an elephant. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> primal, right? That sounds right. primal to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very, a very but, stupendous fashion where he's just playing, not really knowing what the hell's going on. But it's, it's always a good time to watch. Yeah, always a good time with stupendous. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, all right, all right. So Ubisoft, they had their thing. Um, where we need to, we need, we, we need to, to, to move it along. What are your, what are your, what is your standout 
for Ubisoft? Um, I mean, obviously, Assassin's Creed, uh, the Valhalla. Um, it's kind of hard to ignore that just because I know how good the previous two Assassin's Creed games um, were. So I know that one's from the looks of things, from watching some of that gameplay, from the environment, from watching the fighting. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's, now, whether or not they're going to have the learning tool part of it, like right. they did for Origins, um, and I think they did that for Odyssey too. I'm not 100 percent sure where they basically you were able to just go through and see the sites and 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 learn about the history of those things, which I thought was just an amazing, cool way to, you know, teach kids or anybody about history. Um, the only thing about this um version of Assassin's Creed is I feel like it's going to be a little bit more um mystical and fantasy. There's gonna be some things that probably you haven't seen before uh so much in like say origins uh maybe a little bit in odyssey but i think this one really will take it over the top when you start dealing with vikings and old norse mythology and all this kind of stuff i got a feeling that we're going to see a little bit of that kind of mystical arts thing going on there but uh but yeah i mean i think for me it has to be the that or elite squad you know i can't wait to play elite squad uh, at least one. I uh, I was having clearly Assassin's Creed is 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 their their big game moving forward. Uh, mm-hmm. it seems like it is evolving with more like RPG esque type elements. Like that that was a big yeah. hit in the recent uh, Assassin's Creed. So that's that is an interesting development in the progression of the of that game. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest the biggest thing to me was that there was no Splinter Cell. You know what I'm saying? And I'm upset. I'm upset with Ubisoft. I was really I was really believing in my in my heart that we were gonna see some Splinter Cell. I know I said that. I said that, you know, last year on E3, uh I can't believe there's still one year later, I can't believe we there's no news on a Splinter Cell. But we got that. <laughs> We got that freaking mobile game, though. You know, we got Elite Squad, baby. It's going to be so fire. Oh, my goodness. All righty. Mm. Moving on. Um, <laughs> this is pretty interesting stuff. This is actually very, very interesting stuff. So, so Phil, uh, uh, good old Papa Phil, Phil Spencer for Xbox, uh, goes out there, and, and he had this 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 relatively long uh, post, right? It's like a blog post article kind of deal. And he's talking about like what he thinks about like the the future of gaming, uh, particularly with, of course, Xbox and the generational transition that's going to happen with the Xbox Series X. Right, uh, several key points. Right, uh, one of and I'll just read through uh, a couple of them. He says your games will look and play best on Xbox Series X. Of course, right. There is it's gonna it's going to it's going to be all shiny on the new on the newest the biggest baddest system right you play new new games day one with xbox game pass this we already know this is a value game game pass is uh is, has been doing their thing for quite some time 
uh, you, you won't be forced to the next generation. Well, this is interesting, and they've been talk to, talking about this for a long time, uh, where where the you can have your Xbox One X or One Xbox One, and uh, the games the the that will be coming out that of course will be on Xbox One X, the new system. You'll still be able to pick up and play, right? And and uh, plus with the smart uh, delivery that they have is when you do get the newer system, it'll recognize it and it'll give you the best the best version of the game to play. You know the and get all the upgraded fanciness. You know what I'm saying? I think that's I think that's freaking fantastic. Um. Uh, then they, they they doubled down. He doubled down again on this commitment to, to backwards compatibility, uh, which is which is which is key in my in my mind anyway. Uh, but, 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 but what else can we go? Let's skip ahead. You can buy games. Oh yeah, we got buy, buy games once at no added cost. That's what we were talking about with the smart delivery, right? Um, and down. I'm I'm just gonna go back down. Yeah, right to the big one. The big one. You will get more from your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. What is more, you say? Uh, freaking uh, xCloud, man. xCloud is, is, is going to be bundled into the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate? Are you kidding me, bro? Mm. That's freaking huge, man. That's big. That's huge. I th- I was fully expecting it, and I would have been very happy to pay for a different service for it but they added it into game pass ultimate Mm -hmm. which of which remember we saw that really sexy looking 8-bit uh controller right uh coming in with that you can hook up to your uh your uh phone and whatnot And, and we've seen all kinds of um of uh, promotional material where where you have your Xbox a regular Xbox controller hooked up to to a phone mm-hmm. and being able to play all the Xbox games the Game Pass games like just wherever on your phone yep at no additional cost like if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate at no additional cost for 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 current subscribers. Mm-hmm. It it literally, I mean, not literally, <coughs> but it, it it really sure does feel like it's free, you know. Yeah. But what it what it does what it does is really dramatically improve the value of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. That's a huge deal, Buddha. What are you thinking? I mean. I'm already an ultimate game pass member. So right. you're going to give me more and it's not going to cost me more. They didn't mention anything about cost, but I mean, it I wouldn't be right upset. Here, you can jump to the next generation for one low monthly payment. No upfront cost. If you join the ultimate game pass. But but we no we no they didn't say like maybe a future price increase. They didn't say anything of the sort. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't even be upset if they increase the price by a little bit down the road. I I don't know if they have to. Is it really costing them any much more 
to enable games that are on Game Pass for you to be able to play on your phone. It's not like you had to buy new hardware. Right, right. You're right. You know, they're just basically flipping a button, uh, flipping a switch to say, yeah, you can play that on your tablet. Uh, Yeah, you can play it on your phone. Yeah. And it's already premium. Premium is already how much more a month? Do you know? Uh, it's uh fourteen ninety nine. I think is what I pay. Okay. For the so an additional five dollars. Yeah. So, uh, but that's you know that's included with my Game Pass on my console, and the Ultimate Game Pass, which is on my PC. Right. So these are games that you're going to be able to play from your PC side. I, I would imagine. So if it's on a Game Pass Ultimate on your PC, it will enable you to be able to play. Um, I'm sure not all games are going to be, you're not going to be able to play all games on your phone, um, but that will give you the access to the cloud gaming. So, right. Which is still a lot. I mean, it's still a lot of titles on there. It's, a, it's nothing to scoff at. It, it's, you know, it's a little bit more diverse than what you get on the console as far as games. Um, and as a matter of fact, a lot of times, um, you know, I actually, I've, I've been playing more game pass ultimate games, uh, because they've got the, uh, the play anywhere titles, which allow you to get achievements. Um, and you're able to save your game on your PC and then go play on the console and you you can pick up right where you left off and then vice versa. So, um, so that's a really nice touch. And, you know, you, you, you top this off with like uh, the smart delivery and all these other things. I mean, it's, I don't know. He said the, what is What is this quote here? He says something like, uh, something to the effect of our vision has one hero at the heart of it all. You. Yeah. 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 I well, feel like, you know, Captain Planet, when he says, you know, the power is yours. Right. Right. Like, Heart. Right, that's what hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, into a motherfucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I think XCloud is going. To, it, I mean, they're saying like they said. Oh, XCloud basically killed Stadia with that announcement. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think Stadia will still have a place. There are still people that I feel will benefit from Stadia. Um, but once again, same with xCloud. I mean, honestly, if you don't have a very good internet connection, xCloud is not going to matter much for right. you. Neither You're Stadia. Right. It's not going to factor into much for you. Um, but if you are in an area that you have really good internet, I mean, it, it, it's this this cloud type of technology is what will compete with Nintendo switch because now right. you are able to play mobile, mobile games or not mobile games, but play mobily um, the same games that you would have on your PC or your console. And that's always been something that's been coveted by the switch. Um, that's something that, 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 you know, that nobody has been able to really compete with until now. So now it's not a, necess- a necessity to buy yourself a whole new console to be able to play on the go. Right. Now, right. all you just got to have is what everybody, nowadays, everyone has some kind of phone, or some fancy phone now. We pay a ton of money for our phones. Uh, 
And now all of a sudden that is our new piece of hardware that we oh, can, yeah. we can play games. So, uh, it's a big so deal. It, you know, yeah, it's definitely it's a big, big deal. I mean, it is a big deal, but not that I'd ever get rid of my switch because there's some things that Nintendo does that you just, you gotta have if that no matter the what games, these other competitors do. Nintendo has some very, very unique games. Yeah. They, they just got the can't library. get anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, they got the library. You're not yeah. gonna be able now, to compete. With that. If they became third party, they'd became they'd be they'd be like the most powerful third party, mm-hmm. the most influential third. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, huge. Yeah. But their games are so good that you can get a whole system just to play their games. Yeah, just like their first party games. Screw everything else. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that just being able to go back and play, like if you got Nintendo Online. Just being able to go back and playing some of the old like Super Nintendo games, original NES games, uh, just being able to have that capability um, alone is worth a switch for sure. Well, I'm and, gonna uh, wait and see. Like, how do they treat the next generation of of the switch? Will you know? Will you have to go back and pay for all those old games again on the new one, or are the, are the games that you the old retro games that you bought? Are they are they now going to be backwards compatible? Are they part of a subscription that is with you in perpetuity? Well, that's what well, I want. Yeah, well, well, the way that Nintendo Online works, it is already a service that you have to have the service in order to access those games. So, if I want to play Super Mario Brothers two, um, I have to have the Nintendo Online, okay, to be All able right. to play okay. it. So wherever, so whatever the new switch or whatever they you know whatever new console they come out with as long as they have the nintendo online service on there you'll still be able to play all those old games that they have it's a big library there's a lot of games that they add on there all the time but if they made it that you can go into the nintendo store and buy whatever retro game that's yours you don't have a monthly subscription you just go in and buy it and it'll always be with you. Those your your old retro, or, or just like Microsoft, just like Xbox. Now, it is like guaranteed to move forward on all new future generations. I would be buying into Nintendo right now. Right, but they they won't do that. They won't do that. They won't sell those games individually. <sighs> it would just be so good, though. It would be so good, but they know that you're gonna pay. I, and granted, it's not. It's twenty bucks for a year. All right, all right, fine. It's not that bad. You're right. It, it, you know, twenty bucks for a year's membership, and you know, basically, they put all those games on there, and they let you chew them up at your leisure. You know. All right. It's not that bad. But <laughs> it's not that bad. No, and, and and like when you think of it that way, it's it's not bad compared to what you pay monthly for other services. Right. I mean, uh, you can either pay five bucks a month, or you can just pay for the year for twenty. It's like. That's a no brainer. Give me the 20. But you know, the way they look at it is like a lot of these games, obviously you, you can't, you, you, there's no way to be able to port the old hardware to the new stuff. So it's gotta be digital. So, you know, you're going to, they've, they're not, it's not costing them much money to be able to just put it out digitally. They just got to right. make sure it functions on the switch. Right. And right, once right. they get that done, it's, it's a, you know, Boom, we add this game. People see it like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to play whatever Kid Icarus. 
I gotta play it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get the service. You know. Here's uh so. here's a question going back to uh to Xbox. Mm-hmm. The, one of the things that they're that they're saying is that since Xbox will not have um generational exclusive games, which means that the game is not going to be only on the newest system, Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that is going to be quote unquote backwards compatible, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That that means that the Xbox Series X, the newest system, is going to be slowed down. They're like throttling the system. You know what I'm saying? Do you think there's any credence to that? Because I know that's yeah. that's part of the hubbub. That's part of the hubbub. So what do you mean by throttling it? So, so essentially saying that that the games that come out, uh, they're not gonna be they're not gonna be like truly next gen because because it's they're gonna be playable on the on Xbox One, on the you know. Well, but yeah, but that's that's the whole like the thing about when they talk about like uh, you know the smart delivery. You know, when you play the game, you're gonna play the best version for whatever console you're playing it on. Right. So, you know, if I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I'm playing it on my Xbox One, well, obviously when I play it on my Xbox Series X, it's going to unlock, it's going to, I don't know, unlock's a good term, but it's going to, you know, release, you know, the full potential of the game because my, my Series X can now open those doors in order to get the most optimal look or the, you know, you know, obviously the game's going to play the same because we're still talking about the same kind of controller, you know, same kind of game mechanics. But as far as like the loading speeds and the um, uh, visual stuff that you'll see, um, obviously all that stuff is going to improve. You're going to get the most capacity out of your four uh, your four K TV, um, as opposed to if you're playing it just on the Xbox One. Uh, if anything, the problem I would see is if a new game developers are making it sp- specifically with the Xbox X series, uh, the Series X in mind, and then it has the game will end up having to be throttled down for somebody that's still only playing on Xbox One S. Right, and, that, and that's, that's that's how a lot of people are taking it, but mm-hmm. I that's don't. what I would see the problem in is is that you know as 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 time goes on. And the Xbox Series X has been out for a while. Developers will soon start to cater more to the better, you know, the 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 the, the console that lets them really get down and dirty with it. You know, right, lets right. them really open up the the Pandora's box, as opposed to like, you know, why would I want to keep making stuff that's going to look good on the Xbox One when I know I can make it look better on an right. Xbox Series? Right. But I don't think we're even there yet. I I don't. You know, what I'm saying like like. We, and again, with the uh, smart delivery, especially in the beginning, there's no, I think that's just really great, you know, pro-consumer move on behalf of Xbox and Microsoft. Well, you know, I mean, we talked about like Phil Spencer being a gamer and this is something a gamer would want. Nobody as a gamer wants to lose not necessarily lose, but like as next gens come out, that nobody wants to keep buying the same games over generation, generation, but, generation. But beyond you know, that, 
it's it's can, not just the game. It's like the player base, right? So like I remember mm-hmm. when Almond bought uh the battle the battlefield, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget which mm-hmm. one she bought. Mm-hmm. I think it was Battlefield Four. And right. she bought one for 360, one for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. bought one for PC even. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, right. And besides the fact that the game was broken up at launch, but that's besides the point, that means you're taking this one game and you're splitting that the, that player base three different ways where instead, mm-hmm. of, you know, if you had in this, you know, the same scenario, if... if uh, the people that are on the older generation system uh, can play with seamlessly the people on the new generation system, and it's a better overall experience of the game because the game itself has a full, a potentially full, um, a player base to choose from, mm-hmm. as opposed to as opposed to artificially segmenting it out of it for a generation. You know. I just think it's better. I think it's better for consumers. I think it's better for the game itself. That you know, a good player, a good, strong, healthy player base helps the the for the longevity of the game by immeasurable margin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think I think it's good. I think the idea of, of Xbox being throttled somehow artificially because they're forced to be backwards compatible. I don't think that's a, uh, as much of a concern as people are are saying. No. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't I don't I don't think so either. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh we need to we need to hit this one up really quick. We have uh an article here. It was a little article. It was on uh, Windows uh, Windows Central. Uh they, they're talking about Phil and the Japanese game market, or not Phil? Uh, Phil Spencer was talking about Xbox and the and the Japanese game market, Japanese game creators. When they say that, quote, uh, "We know we have we will have to work to rebuild the trust with Japanese creators," and that phraseology just stood out to me a little bit, just because I'm not really sure where they lost trust, you know. And I, I understand that, uh, that. You know, the Xbox is 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 a Western, right? It's a Western company uh, with a Western culture, and clearly the the Eastern and Western cultures are completely different, and we understand that. And uh, Japanese game makers are looking to make put their game on a system that they believe would have the best chance of selling. You know what I'm saying? So I I understand the culture is different, uh, but. Phil Spencer is saying that hey, these you know Japanese game creators, Japanese games, they're very important, and they've been working on the relationships uh, uh, for quite some time. Of which, uh, Buddha, you were saying uh, before before the, the the we hit record, saying like, you know, you could see the the uh, fruits of the these you know of their newer relationships with like Capcom and uh uh Square Enix even but uh, but a lot with Capcom you know and we're playing games yeah. like uh oh, uh you know Devil May Cry and uh you know I don't know a whole bunch of games you know what I'm saying right uh well, on Game Pass like, you've got uh, you know Capcom 
You've got those those developers there that are pretty big as far as what they put yeah. games out. I mean, you're talking about Camcom, you know, and this is this is a Street Fighter series. This is a Resident Evil. This is yeah. a Monster Hunter. These are big uh, games, you know, Bandai Namco. I mean, you've got like uh, everything from uh, what's it called the uh, the the Naruto uh, right series, like the all those kind of games, uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters and and that sort of thing. So you start seeing a lot of those things like on the Game Pass, you know. So they're they're definitely got the foot in the door. Uh, I think it's just a matter of finding new Japanese developers that are willing to take a chance on making a game to showcase on the Western side um, and feel like it's going to be good. You know, like something that, you know, which there's a, there's a lot of gamers that we really do love those, those Japanese style games. I mean, you know, we, we you know, especially like people that enjoy like, um, you know, the RPG, the JRPGs, people really enjoy those. I mean, you, you know, like stuff like the final fantasy and stuff like that. So, um, I, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just a matter of being able to convince these developers that, yeah, you know, we want this over here. Like, you know, we want, we want your games over here and being, and, 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 you know, for Microsoft to be able to go over there and understand, you know, because the way they do games is a lot different than the way we do games their understanding and the way they've done things is very, very more traditional as opposed to where we're kind of like, you know, the wild, wild West, I guess you could say. And I think um, because of that, you know, like, you know, when, whenever we try to go over there and try to get things going, you know, I think it's met with like a, you know, I guess abrasiveness to those, the way that they make games. And I think we really just need to go over there. If we really want those games to come over here, I think we just need to go over there and just let them do what they do. Let them make yeah. a, a, like a persona five or whatever the case may be. Uh, and, 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 and open that up there. Obviously it works because it's worked for Sony. So, right. You know, and Nintendo. why we can't make it work for us. Exactly. Yeah, well, right. yeah, and, Nintendo, and Nintendo, you know, but you know, it, because the market over there is dominated by Sony and Nintendo, we're the outsider looking in. You know, we're we're right. we're trying to get right. into that market. Right. You know, so but having those games on Xbox would mean that the Japanese customer, right, or gaming consumer will be able to be over have those more traditionally Japanese uh titles on a different you know, on Xbox, which is a huge deal, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's a huge deal. Uh, anyway, here's another little bit that would like, of course, of course they need the Japanese, uh, game developers and it's important for them. But then, uh, let me see if I can, if I can find, uh, okay. So Spencer, so at the end of the article here, Spencer has previously alluded, uh, to wanting a Japanese team as part of Xbox game studios and recently reiterated that he feels supported by Microsoft to acquire new studios. If they, if they find teams that fit, uh, so that definitely piques uh, my interest. You know what I'm saying? We have July 23rd, uh, coming out right around the corner. 
where, you know, Microsoft is going to be making some uh, announcements uh, regarding their Xbox uh, and whatnot. So I'm I pure conjecture, but how awesome would it be to, to make some announcements in particular from a more Japanese centric type of uh, studio? You know, so that would be crazy. Uh, what what are you thinking about uh, about that there, Buddha? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think uh, if they could get like some of these smaller studios in Japan to take a chance, I think, I think the market's ready. You know, I think we want. Like, I mean, I don't know why not tap Sega. You know, Sega's making games. You know, um, why can't we get? Why can't we get more of a deal for? For, you know, for them to make something, you know, something new, something that's, you know, just for Xbox, you know, and I think that's what they lack. They don't have uh, somebody that's willing to go all in on on the Xbox. And until they do that, you know, they're going to continuously be fighting to try to, like, you know, get in there and try to bring some of that stuff over. And right now it's, you know, it's just hard because the market is dominated over there by sony you know yeah yeah but uh i don't know we'll see july 23rd of course we're gonna see uh not to put too much hype on the announcements but i really do want to see more japanese games on xbox i really do uh Mm -hmm. and i think you're right the market is ready you know what i'm saying yeah Um, i mean i think we want it i mean you know at the end of the day we're all gamers yeah, we're all gamers, right? I mean, you know, and uh, there's some really, it, it, there's some really good thing. I mean, like you know, people love Resident Evil. You know, that's Capcom. You know, that's yeah. you know, uh, people have loved Monster Hunter. You know, so I I think uh, I think it's because we don't have any of the traditional JRPGs that uh, right. You know, we need to, are, we need yeah. some JRPGs. You know. I think so. On on Xbox. That would be a big deal. I would love to see one on Xbox. Alrighty, moving on. Um PlayStation had has showed off their, their controller, right? Mm. Uh, recently. Mm. <laughs> and I thought this was interesting. You know what I'm saying? I, they, you know they made a big deal about it before. Yeah. Uh and but <clears throat> and they so they got a little they got a little hands on uh now, one of the weird things I, I thought about it, you know, they had the guy talking about the haptic feedback, you know, yada, yada. But it looks actually pretty interesting where, where say he had their demo and supposedly, right, because I, I can't speak to it because I've never felt it, but that you can feel the difference from the different environments, from like the sand environment and an ice environment and whatnot. Um, if that's the case, and that's that's cool, that's definitely cool. As a, you right. know, as opposed to like a traditional rumble, you could feel yeah. like tension, uh, and or and or fluidity depending on what environment or what action you're doing. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, then they go in and say, well, the controller itself has a microphone, not microphone, a speaker, you know? a speaker. And in the demo, they were saying, well, like in your different environments or uh, depending on what you're doing, you you hear 
the game audio coming out of the controller. And I'm not sure if I if I think that's cool. Or I, not. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sitting yeah. here and I'm thinking to myself, when has there ever been a time when I wish that I could hear my game through my controller? Yeah, I've never, I've never, yeah, never, never. never. never like I said, unless unless my controller is acting like an Alexa or something along those lines that says. Oh, you know, if I say, Hey, I need help or, you know what I mean? Like crap, where do I go? And it will like, Oh, Hey Buddha, you need to go to the left. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks controller. That's <laughs> the one I want to hear something from my controller. I, I'm already going to be wearing headphones normally when I play, right. I'm already going to be using it with my entertainment system and using my surround sound or just my TV for that matter. Why do I need it? First off, I don't hold my controller to my face piece enough for me to be able to like in the demo. He he literally holds it up like like he's holding it up to his head. I don't want to do that while I'm playing a game. I don't want to be like in some kind of cool fight thing. And I'm over here like you can't see me right now, but I'm, you know what I mean? Holding my controller up to my ear as I'm playing. I don't want to do that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why is that a big deal? Like, why? Yeah. So, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't. I don't see the need for that. You know, I, I would see that as being something that's kind of annoying. I think. You know, maybe now. Now again, maybe there'll be some cool little extra bits and bobs, uh, or effects that you can have audio-wise, but. A lot of gamers have the headsets, man. You know, it's big business gaming headsets. Yeah. I, I so that completely why. nulls whatever whatever benefit. I don't know what, but whatever benefit it would you'd get from having a speaker on your controller. You know. Yeah. But here's the, but that's not even that's not even all. They have more on this. Well, they got more. They got more. Mm-hmm. So this dude was taking. Uh, was playing the demo and he got to this part where where it looked like there was like a little pinwheel kind of thing on the screen, you know. Yeah. And my man takes the controller and he and and brings it up to his face and he blows on the controller. And and as he blew on the controller, uh, it it signified or it started to blow, like wind was quote unquote blowing into the the pinwheel. Mm. Uh, and and you can see, you know, whatever was going on. They were on a raft or whatever, and they were they were moving along. But ultimately, like you blowing on the controller affected the game, right? Yeah, that's we're freaking. What are you that's thinking where, about that? That that's where we are now in technology. We're now able to blow on our controller as if we didn't have to blow the dust off. You know, that's right. We're controller. full. We, we're full circle. From the yeah, from we're the cartridge now we're blowing on our on our damn controller, like once again, you're having to bring this thing up to your face. I mean, are they going to have a headset where I can just mount the controller next to my face <laughs> and just make it that much more easier? And then I can just I don't even have to press buttons. I can just <laughs> I can just blow my way <laughs> right, right, blow my way through these games. Yeah. I don't, you know, Japanese people are, they do weird shit. That's all there is to it. They do weird <laughs> stuff, man. 
and 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 they're 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 proving it by by this this damn controller. Now, granted, I've already said I'm getting I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm getting the digital version of the PS5, without a doubt. I'm getting it. But this kind of stuff doesn't sell me, regardless. Like you know what I mean? I I already know I'm getting it. But these thing kind of things, in in a way, it seems cool because oh my gosh, you can blow it. You know what I mean? But at the same time. Like I'm thinking as a gamer and where I'm, what I'm doing when I'm sitting and I'm playing games, you know, my controller is normally by my lap, you know, I don't want to bring it up to my face and to hear it or blow on it. Like, I don't want to do that. Like I would rather than put more stuff into the feel of the, you know, the feel of the controller, um, you know, if, if you are like that guy was like, you know, I'm walking on sand and I can feel like I'm walking on sand. I want to feel like I'm walking on sand. I don't want to hear like I'm walking on sand. I should already be able to hear that already. I don't want to hear that through my controller. Right. I don't want to blow the sand. I'm not trying to blow the sand out of the way. Right. Um, You know what I mean? I just, there's certain things that it, 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 that are cool. And I'm sure I, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some developers that will come up with cool ways to be able to utilize those options. But I, right now, I just at face value, I literally face value because that's where you got to have your controller in order to play. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't, right. I don't understand why those are cool things yet. They're going to have to show me. They're going to have to prove some stuff to me because. I've seen some of the games that Japan puts out and I could see different ways that you would need to blow on your controller. Right, right. And I don't know how family friendly that's going to (laughs) be. I really don't. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see some very interesting uh, 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 games or whatnot, scenarios where blowing might might be... uh, you know, necessary or whatever. I mean, there's going to be a balloon game. Like, you know what I mean? I could see stupid things like that going on. Well, it's definitely, it's all, all, when all is said and done, it's 100% gimmick. 100% gimmick. I mean, I I picture people hyperventilating from blowing on their controller. Right, right, right. (laughs) As they're playing their game, they're trying to, you know, they're they're playing The Last of Us. They're running away from zombies. And <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get. They're trying to get out of there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to think of this blowing on your controller thing. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I think it's silly. Now, now the the haptic feedback and how you can feel supposedly feel different environments and the different mm. tensions and mm. all that different now, stuff. I, that's cool. Yeah, that's that is cool. cool. That's good. Yeah. And the other um, thing that I'd liked is when the one part where he like he swipes up on the controller. Oh, now, right, I thought right, that right. Because cool. that's a little, cool. t- little touch sensor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think that's dope. Yeah. I think that could be cool in all, you know, different ways. Um, But I would much rather stuff like that go on than as opposed to like a, a speaker in your controller. Uh, but I thought that was supposed to be the mic. Is there a mic there too? So well, you got maybe, the noise? maybe the mic like it's not really it's not it's like just picking up the static of the blowing. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> and then it 
reacts that way. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like, I, I have to see more. I, I just got to see more. This was supposed to be a hands-on thing. And, uh, it did really open my eyes as to what in the world I'm getting, you know, I, right. you know, I saw this and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, the game that he demoed is pre-installed on the PS five. Um, it comes with it. It's the little game. If you remember from the PlayStation presentation, the little robots running around the little, I forget what the name of the robot Island or whatever the heck that thing's called. Uh, you know, for your robot messing with other little robots, it's kind of like a platformer type thing. I mean, it looked like a little cute little game, not necessarily a game that I'd be into so much, but you never know. Sometimes those kind of games will just kind of grow on you and then you end up liking it. But yeah. Um, I, I mean, I could see that blowing on the controller and that stuff. I could see that being cool for a little kid. Like if you're playing a little kid game yeah. and if you're a kid with like little short arms where your kind of controller is kind of up to your chin anyway, then, then that would be cool. I just don't see that as for me being a grown ass man. I don't know. I don't know All how right. I feel like on my damn controller. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's very much gimmick. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they might might come up with some cool stuff, you know. But uh, I I'd be concerned about if if the mic is on. If it is a mic, hopefully it's not picking up game chat stuff because that would be I'd want to mute that all the time, you know. And and if you want to get into the whole you know big government type of conspiracy type thing, I. Uh, I don't really like the idea of having open mics anyway, even though we walk around with them all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. You know? Um, oh, but Oh, well. The controller needed to redesign as far as my eyes, as far as having, having it, the form factor, be a little bit more comfortable. It looks much more comfortable than... Uh, than the previous uh, PlayStations, which is a very old design, tried and true. Mm. Uh, the haptic feedback, cool. Everything else, gimmicky and freaking weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but well, uh, do we have enough time to talk about Doctor Disrespect? That's the question. Uh, I mean, well, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, let, let me let me talk about it a little bit. So, uh, you know, we all we already talked about how, like, you know. It was really weird. He got banned. He said he didn't know anything about it. He doesn't know why he got banned. Twitch isn't talking about it. So it's caused this really upstir of like Twitter and all media regarding streaming and gaming because everybody wants to know what in the hell did Dr. Disrespect do? Um, there was been all kinds of speculations from him doing something that was illegal, possibly. Um, there's been uh, rumors that he was starting his own uh, streaming service. Uh, I've heard all kinds of weird things. Uh, sexual allegations that was going around. A lot of people were getting banned. All of a sudden he gets banned. You know, uh, obviously we knew something was wrong because all his uh, uh, subs had been refunded. So it wasn't, we knew from that, that this wasn't going to be just like a two week deal or, you know, a short term ban. Um, he's finally come out and he's actually said something. Uh, he did an interview 
Uh, I think it was with uh, who was the interview with PC Gamer. I think it was PC Gamer, um, where he basically still says that he still doesn't know um, exactly why he got banned, which I don't think is 100% true. I think he does know. I just think he's not able to talk about it. Um, because at one point during the interview, his publicist stops him from talking. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, there was a portion of it where he was basically, um, I, I forget exactly what was the wording or whatnot that the, the interview was asking him, uh, Dr. Disrespect starts to go in on that subject and the publicist stops him and says, no, 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 hold up. So I think there is some kind of legality things going on. Um, he had mentioned that he would be, you know, he, he could consider maybe even suing Twitch, uh, going into some legal action. Um, so that, uh, again, makes me think that there's something going on uh, that they that Twitch can't really talk about because then you're overstepping whatever contracts that he had signed from when he got his big multi million dollar deal. And then in the same respect, no pun intended, he can't talk about certain things because of the same contra- uh, contractual uh, obligations that he's that, that that's been signed. Um, so all this, all this being said, he did end up apparently doing a stream on YouTube. So it seems like he might eventually just go ahead and start streaming on YouTube since he, I think he said himself that he would not be going back to Twitch to stream. Yeah. So the, the quote here, it says like, yeah, that's, that's the kind of mind blowing thing about, about all this. Obviously, uh, well, talk about potential legal counsel. He says, I, he says, uh, for legal for legal counsel, I have to be careful here. But I can say, however, that I will not be returning to Twitch. So, I mean, that's it. End quote. So yeah, yeah he's done. So, he's done from Twitch. One hundred percent. We don't know why. Yeah, we don't know why. And I mean, as sooner sooner or later, at some point, if it does go into uh a legal battle of some kind, I'm sure by then we will start seeing and hearing more about what's going on. Um, I just know that the, the sources that, um, that have been reporting on this, some of them said that they do know, but they cannot talk about it because of whatever the sensitivity of the matter. So that's a big deal too. So the saga continues. We're still going to, be waiting to see what's going on but um more than likely you will start seeing dr disrespect on youtube um obviously he's not going to go to facebook gaming i don't think that's no 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 i mean if anything i i i don't even think that he he would would do anything new i don't see him being on any upstart unless yeah. he's like the, unless he's like freaking owns the majority version share well i mean you know and that's the thing like you know um he's he i mean he's 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 a big deal on twitch like uh i I, would it be that far-fetched if like you know he called some of his buddies up like people like that are free agents all of a sudden like ninja and shroud and they're like right he's like hey what if we just start our own streaming service well remember remember uh like when, well, of course, Mixer died, right? And right. this uh, Brian came up out of nowhere, and we're like, "Oh, this new new system, you know, new uh, 
platform. And uh, we, we can't, we're not at liberty to say who we're talking to in the industry, blah, blah, blah. You know, and helping us get this going. Uh, I mean, this is just pure conjecture, but, they, you know, what if, uh, what you know, it's not all that far-fetched to think that he would be at least interested in being in uh, in an uh, uh, owning capacity on a on a new platform. You know, he is big enough to just take at least a portion of of uh, his audience with him. But that's a huge risk. I don't know. I don't know if he'd be willing to do that. YouTube is the most likely by you know, YouTube to me is almost like no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm still intrigued. It does not. This does not satisfy my my uh, my need for knowledge, of, of for answers. I need more answers. We're keeping an eye on this. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Way? I mean, everybody is. I mean, yeah. we're everybody's chopping at the bit to find out what's going on with Doctor Disrespect. And a lot of people had speculated that this was all like some kind of shtick. That this was something that that you know. You can't, doing you can't stick the the sub club yeah. going away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I I mean, we'll just see. We'll, we'll, I mean, you know, we'll just continue to wait and, uh, you know, you know, firm handshakes and, uh, you know, just wait until the next, uh, the next little tidbit comes out and, uh, you know. We'll see. Next, next, next week, maybe we'll have an update. <laughs> the, the doctor the disrespect minute you know uh we'll see but on that note we got the skedaddle uh yeah thank you ladies and gentlemen for if you've made it this far and uh, thank you so much for for hopping in giving a listen you know really appreciate you more more than you know you know um so yeah if you want to uh stop by uh you can go ahead to the hardcorecasuals.com you can go ahead and check uh check out the the show check out the show notes uh if you want to su- support us you know you say hey these guys uh seem like upstanding uh individuals okay dudes uh you can go ahead and support us at the hardcorecasuals.com slash patreon and uh yeah help help keep this show rolling you know um but yeah that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you so much love you until next time see ya excelsior you mose.